So a wise coach once said, don't write checks that your tail can't cash. And clearly Coach Banghart didn't know that she couldn't write that herself if she wasn't going to get her players to be able to perform on a Thursday night against a really good NC State women's basketball team. We're talking women's hoops here. A quick hit. Want to make sure you guys have all you need when it comes to the NC State versus UNC matchup of the women's game last night. On ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everybody? Keenis Cooper here from Locked On ACC. Thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. As you know, I have five co-hosts who rotate with me each and every day. So it's always fun to have them, but sometimes you got to give a little quick hit. I know there's so much that we try and pack in a 30 minute show, but extra time calls for extra measures, especially here when it comes to women's hoops. If you have not yet, we have the Friday episode out now. You can listen in freestyle Friday, Drizzy Drake from Locked on Seminoles in the building. It's available wherever you listen to podcasts as well as YouTube. I know you guys have subscribed there. Appreciate all the love that we're getting so far, but we're here to talk about Carolina NC State was a great women's basketball matchup last night. Would love for you guys to sit here and just give me your thoughts. I know you want to put them in the comments. I've already seen my little Twitter going going crazy, but we are going to start with the good that is NC State, the bad that was UNC, and what we learned that could get a little ugly moving forward as the teams were prep for their 130, January 30th matchup. So I want to go ahead and get this thing rolling. So it was a 72-45 game between the Heels and the the Wolfpack, NC State came out super dominant from start to finish. It really was all Wolfpack from soon as the whistle blew, soon as the ball was tipped, you just had the pack. And, you know, commending them, let's give them their credit. It was really good. Seeing Alyssa Kunane get out there holding 19 points on the night, and the girl can shoot the three. If she wants to pull it, she will pull it, making three threes on the evening. She certainly said, listen, this is my house, and I'm coming to protect it. And I think that was the biggest thing. You have your best player playing in a really big moment and stepping up in big ways. She helped carry the team. Team, as well as Kayla Jones and Raina Perez, Jada Boyd, all up there. 11 players total got on the scoring board. And I think that's one of the biggest things. Everyone ate. Every single person started out hot. First quarter, 24 points. Second quarter, finally had a little bit of Carolina wake up and got 16 even. And then coming out in the second half, it was still all NC State picked up right where they left off. And then in the fourth quarter, it was just kind of like the damage was done. 10 points they had NC State. And ultimately to get to that 72, I thought it was going to be an 80-point night for the Wolfpack. Honestly, the way they were playing, it was just simply incredible from the get-go. Came out and it was like 10 to 0 before Deja Kelly from Carolina finally got a shot up. A sold-out crowd and nothing but energy. But I think the biggest point for NC State, right, was the fact that they were just super focused. They weren't, you know, talking junk back. They weren't really trying to, like, oversell the moment. They were just dialed in and focused. A lot of what head coach Wes Moore has been talking about is having the team have a little more, you know, prowess when it comes to their defense. They needed them to be more focused and not rest on the fact that they're the number five team in the country. There are always ways to get better. So I think that was one of the big things that we saw improve. You really had – Carolina in a tizzy, North Carolina, that is, in a tizzy from start to finish. So, again, credit to them 
for being able to really just dominate throughout the entire night. Overall, again, as I mentioned, field goal percentage spot 41% on the night, 34% from three, and then we're able to have 83% from free throws. Now, as a Carolina girl, a little bit biased, I thought there were a couple of phantom calls there. Carolina didn't exactly get a little love, but there was a lot of times that you saw NC State going to the line. That might just be my bias, but here we are. And I think one of the other things was getting the rebounds. 53-40, to NC State out-rebounded Carolina, and it was just the second chance, third chance opportunities that NC State was allowing for their team each and every time. But I will say, and as I switch gears and talk about the uh, the bad, which is Carolina and how awful they played, it wasn't because NC State didn't have its flaws. They had 18 turnovers, okay? So we're not going to sit here and pretend like they played a perfect game. It was great, but they exposed themselves, but they were just more dominant, and they just really took it to <laughs> – took the Carolina Tar Heels to the barn, as we would say, the small gym, as many have called it. You know, I'm only going to use that reference three more times here in the show. We're just going to let that go. We're going to put that to bed. I know Coach Banghart really made that comment in jest, and unfortunately, it went a little overboard, but that's fine. I appreciate the rivalry because guess what? It's getting you guys to talk about women's basketball a little more. So the good Congrats, NC State, on a big win, a very, very dominant win. You let them know from start to finish that you were the best team on the floor, and nobody's going to hate for that. I think that's the one we can give you that. Now the bad. Let's talk about Carolina, okay? Shot 23% on the night, the worst shooting that they've had since they've ha- since they've started the season. Now, the Tar Heels finished with season night lows in terms of field goals, in terms of field goal percentage, and assists. So nobody was getting love out there. Everyone was just, you know, scrambling, trying to make something work. Now, I will say the one bright spot for Carolina last night was Deja Kelly finishing with 21 points. My girl did everything she could. Tried to put the team on her back, tried to get some energy going, got a little help from Melissa Utsby. She finished with 12 points on the night, but it really was everybody else. Where were you? Did you understand that there was a game last night? You know, what were you doing <laughs> when we were playing? It just, it never got going. And I think when you come out the gate and you start out with zero points and you're shooting, you're trying, you're making a little, you're making attempts here and there, but nothing is falling. It just seems like they couldn't get back on defense. They couldn't defend the perimeter and it was just ugly. And I understand again, the comments from coach Banghart, everyone sitting here saying like, oh, well, because she called it a small gym, everyone's trying to figure out, you know, how can we be more dominant in NC State and let them know who's boss. But to me, it wasn't like the girls, the team was saying that. They're four sophomores starting, right? They're still trying to figure out their way. They're trying to figure out who they are as a program, who they are as freaking college athletes. They ain't got time for no mess, right? They're still learning. The, t- the mess and the trash talk is coming, I'm sure. And they've learned a lot from this game, I can almost say without a doubt. But to me, it was Coach Banghart's comments that unfortunately put her team in a bad spot only because when you talk cash money, you better be able to back it up. And if you can't back it up, at least make it a close game, right? At least make it to where your girls are fighting and they're in this tooth and nail. And it really sparked that rivalry conversation. There was no rivalry. It was NC State and everybody else. 
You know, Carolina would just happen to be another team that they had to play. It wasn't even giving conference, you know, matchup. It wasn't even giving rivalry. It was giving nothing. But, hey, this is another team that's in our way in order for us to get to a Final Four appearance, in order for us for trying to win an NCAA championship. That's what NC State gave me. The first time they looked like a complete team. And they still didn't even have some of their best girls going off. Like, Diamond Johnson did not go off last night. Alyssa Kunane went off last night. But everyone else did their jobs, right? They did really had a great flashes. Raina Perez shot some clutch threes, of course, usually what she does. But, I mean, they still weren't their best. And that's scary <laughs> because not only does Carolina have to play them again, but their road is not getting easier. They have to face Virginia Tech next. And we all know that they've got some dogs as well. NC State has Notre Dame on the horizon on Sunday, and they are going to have to you know, pick up where they left off and not rest on this Carolina Wings. I don't think this is reflective of, you know, who else is in the conference and how good the women's ACC women's conference is as a whole. So I think there's a lot to take away, but we talk about the ugly, right? I think when it comes to comments and people, you know, talking trash, it's I'm all for good trash talk, right? But please just back it up. That's all I'm saying. If you're going to be out there, if you're going to get your team hype, make sure that they can come in and perform. And Carolina women learned a lot about themselves. I think that it's fun for us, again, to talk about women's basketball in this way because a lot of times we don't in the same regard. But I will also say, <laughs> don't come for me because I will send for you mightily. When I say, you can look at my Twitter right there below, I love a good back and forth. I think it's always fun and jest, but just have fun with it. I love that Coach Banghart doubled down in her post game was talking about, oh, well, our gym in the Bahamas at the invite was just as big, if not louder, right? Some of, of that, you know, whatever, not verbatim, but close enough. It's clear that she's just trying to roll with it. It's sports. Keep the petty. Keep the same energy. But make sure that when we have to play at home in Chapel Hill in Carmichael, we have the sold-out crowd. All the Carolina fans who are like, oh, well, just nah, bring your tail over. Okay, bring the energy, bring the noise, bring the vibes, because that's exactly what those heels are going to need. So that's your quick wrap up as we talk about women's basketball. Again, NC State dominating Carolina 72 to 45. It was all Wolfpack all night, but there are a lot of good games there in the ACC. So make sure you guys recap and get on the schedule because women's basketball is the best kept Unsecret, is that the word? Whatever we're trying to find here. It's the best thing about our conference right now. So make sure you guys tune in there. And I also have the episode with Drizzy Drake, Freestyle Friday. You don't want to miss us talking about men's hoops and all the good things that are happening over there. Or are they? You know, it's always a good time and a good vibe. We could talk about that. We could talk about life in Tampa Bay. You don't know what's going down on Freestyle Friday. So make sure y'all check that out on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you so much for listening to the Locked On Podcast Network. For Candace Cooper, Locked On ACC. Until next time.